Welcome back to the 30th episode of the Reality Friends Podcast. It's Joseph, it's Eric, and to celebrate some of your favorite moments from the Reality Friends Podcast so far, we decided to put together a little montage for you guys. So here it is. All right, so I hope you guys enjoyed that great montage of some of your favorite moments. Eric, what did you think? We didn't get one one moment in the montage we didn't get one thing we did, we haven't had one good moment <laughs> we put out the the viewer poll and nobody could come up with anything oh my god oh it's so embarrassing uh, oh it's so embarrassing so okay. embarrassing how humiliating uh no backpacks in this montage unfortunately uh, Eric, how are you doing? Well, we'll just have to try to make a good moment this time, I guess. Uh, I'm actually doing great, though. I am riding on a high from last Wednesday where I met a few survivors at a survivor watch party that I only paid $25 to attend. And only $25 for a once in a lifetime experience? It was fantastic. It was in the beautiful city of Worcester, Massachusetts, so you know it's going to be good right out of the gate. Uh, I met Johnny Fairplay, Brett LaBelle, and Denise Martin from China. I know this is a challenge podcast, but like bear with me. There's there's some overlap, right? There has to be. And uh Yeah. It, it was it was just amazing. It was amazing. I just had a great time. I, I I got along so well with all of them. I did get three restraining orders filed against me, but I had a good time. <laughs> you might need to file some too. I mean, that's that sounds really cool, Eric. I'm glad that you got to have that experience. <laughs> me instead, I was stalking Big Brother players who happened to be in my city this week through Instagram. And thinking of clever ways I could try to meet them and make it seem accidental, which uh, I didn't ultimately do, fortunately, because God knows I don't need any restraining Ooh. orders either. Okay, this is a strategy-focused podcast. What was your game plan for how you're going to meet these Big Brother players? <laughs> well, they they were hanging out in a city where that I used to live in, and it, it's a it's a place where it's very casual. Just walk around from bar to bar and stuff like that. It's like uh-huh. not a big deal. So I, I was planning on going there, you know, parking and you know, pretending I'm walking and you know just going about my day. Like, oh my god, Derek X, uh, ah, you're here. <laughs> how I did not know this. I'm uh, just so you know. I'm now picturing you sprinting, completely sweaty, out of breath from bar to bar, just like just slamming open the door and being like, "Oh, uh, look at uh, no, nope, they're not there." Okay, and then running to the next one, all around the city. Have you seen the Big Brother people? <laughs> Have you seen the Big Brother people? <laughs> hey, that guy was looking for you earlier. <laughs> uh, oh man! But no success, huh? No success, uh, but you know they, these people—they did not come here to listen to us talk about a bunch of Big Brother and Survivor players. Even though a lot of them are still on this season, actually. Now that I think about it, so the overlap is very real. Look, I think we have a license to at least dabble a little bit. But yeah, okay, all right, all right. Five hundredth episode of the challenge. I had no idea this was coming. That was a cool little move by the show to kind of, you know, reveal that at the challenge. I thought. Uh, what do you think? Was this was this a good 500th episode? I didn't think that it was as bad as everyone else thought it was. I will say that. Was it like a great episode? No, but I actually thought last week's episode was worse. So when I read like the 
comment thread on Reddit, I was a little taken aback at first, to be honest. Oh, what was Reddit saying? They everyone hated it. Like, like why? And, like, uni- what was so bad about like, it? I unified, guess. The, they had some gripes that were understandable, like the challenge being completely unfair uh, in <laughs> Ruby's favor because they got to use all of their team members. Yeah, uh, Emerald, uh, you mean, right? But yes. I'm sorry, I, Emerald, yes. I, I have some notes prepared about that. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I, I'm, I'm probably like in between you and Reddit, I have to say. Uh, the cool montage aside... I did think that this one was a little basic with a super unfair challenge. It's like, why Why does the show want the team that keeps winning to go on a winning streak? Like, that that doesn't sound fun. Have you heard of sitting out players? Right. You know, Survivor? Have you, have you ever seen that show? Or, And at the very least, make it so, like, hopefully some of the upcoming challenges, maybe it'll be better to have less people. Um, obviously I feel like we'd rather them like always be balanced as much as possible, but hopefully maybe that will make up for it. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, di- I definitely didn't love that dynamic yeah. either. And um, then, but what I did like about this episode was I felt like we got to see a lot elimination. of like, oh my God, uh, <laughs> it was like, we got to see some very subtle, like strategy from like some of the vets and stuff like that. Uh, kind of like jockeying for position. We don't really see sh- like people like CT outrightly kind of manipulate people like he was this episode i feel like he even talked about that directly yeah he was like i don't want to be manipulative but i would like to maneuver the game to my liking which is a different thing completely so yeah i guess if you're a fan of subtle gameplay uh then you you might have loved this episode actually if you're a fan of you know challenges and fun tv shows then maybe not the elimination by the way of all the eliminations this show has ever done, this one was definitely one of them, Joseph. <laughs> so, so bad. So bad. How they drag that elimination out beyond the, like, 30 seconds is beyond me. Like, it's it's incredible job by the editors. They must have reused a lot painful. of clips. <laughs> and also, very good job the editors, too. I don't know what you were thinking, but, like, in my head, I thought the whole episode, and maybe this is why I liked it more than a lot of people, was, like, the whole time I was like, oh, my God. Bettina's gonna be Emmy in the elimination. You're you're, like, you're just an idiot. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like she's gonna get like a game that suits her strengths. And then when I saw the elimination, I was like, maybe she still has a shot because I didn't really know how heavy they were. Um, but like, yeah, she just stood no chance. And like, you know what? Bettina is the one who figured out that elimination with her and Corey. And I feel like everybody just like forgets that. Like she's not like a terrible competitor. What do you think that Im- elimination would look like? The the one that that favored Bettina in this hypothetical universe that you were living in when you watched the episode. A, a puzzle elimination. I don't know. Something that would require you to like stay focused and not freak out. I don't know. <laughs> that's okay. All right. All right. That's that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I, yeah. I I I like different... honestly, if it was that same elimination. Like with it was like Emmy versus Bettina. Like, how do you feel like Emmy would have done in that one that Bettina did with Corey? Do you think Emmy would have figured it out? So, I think it's possible. I mean, she might have. Yeah, but. I think I think you're underrating her focus. I I would say maybe Emmy isn't good in like specifically puzzles like actual puzzles but like she she's a competitor she's gonna try really hard and all those things Bettina gave us like nothing in that elimination she didn't seem to be aware that you could let go of the rope as a matter of fact like uh she couldn't figure out the puzzle that you had to 
let the let the spaceship build momentum. So I don't want to get too into it because right now. Because she let but... everyone get in her head, Eric. Oh, because well. everyone was like, "You're so you're so bad, you stink," and she let it get to her. I think she just knew that Emmy was an alien to start out the challenge. It was like, "Oh, I have no chance. It's a space themed challenge. Like, what, what do you want from me?" <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. Obviously, I the alien's gonna win. Come on, this is yeah. rigged. Yeah, like, like if it wasn't this, it was going to be a karaoke contest or something uh, because the producers, you know, obviously like Emmy. And Eric, I, I was, you know, coming around on Emmy a little bit. But after this episode, I'm just, I'm done. I'm very done with Emmy. Okay, let's... Let's go back to the beginning because uh, we're 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 just firing on all cylinders. We're all over the place, but I will say, I, I firing on all rockets. Yes, our rockets. Cylinders. Yeah, there's yeah. If I knew rocket ships better, I'd have a good way to phrase this. But instead, I'm just gonna say, I get it. I get it. I don't think this was the best look for Emmy this episode. Even though she did win another elimination, it, it was it was kind of hard to tell if she was actually good at it or not. You know, there's no comparison. <laughs> to be made uh but but let's go everyone back in like the every one of the like the vets was hyping her up but yeah let's go back oh yeah and they never do that in confessionals okay so starting in the beginning of the episode <laughs> let's go back let's go back i think we can kind of breeze through a lot of this stuff here if you ask me um especially with our, our long intro but uh we'll see we got tori is looking to strengthen her team for the final. It's kind of cool to see the players' views shift. Like, like you mentioned, little strategy moments. This is definitely one of them, right? They're they're less focused on survival and more focused on okay, what team do I want to bring to the final? Right, and I, I think this is. What do you think? Do you think it is better to like just get rid of like? Because that's what how Tori phrased it was like, hey, we should just get rid of the weak people because then you don't have them on your team. But then I think there's the inverse of that, which is like, okay, but maybe you want to keep them around on someone else's team. Yeah, that is true. I it, the the infiltration aspect is is a wrinkle, right? You kind of have to be really savvy with your moves and know what people's intentions are in the game. So in that way, I kind of like the format because it rewards players for having good relationships across the teams, right? Where they knew that Emmy was going to go to Uncle CT wherever he was, so that made her a really good person. Throw into elimination against the worst player, but that's only if you're looking at this one particular move. Right, as the Emerald team said at the end of the episode, what they did was they also kind of just really strengthened the Sapphire team a lot. So every move seems to have its pros and cons, and, and it might be a better move at some point to just take the gamble and try to get out a strong player and hope that they don't steal your spot on the winning team. Yeah, no, I I, I agree. You and there, at some point, like you kind of need to take that risk too, because it's like it's inevitable that these teams are going to be shifting, like. I, it, I, it's really hard for me unless the challenges keep being like how they are with but not even then because someone might swap in i was about to say if because if emerald keeps winning then they'll keep maintain control but somebody can still swap in if they want to so right it, it, it seems like a kind of pointless goal for a lot of these people in my opinion to be so like oh i want to keep emerald together because it's just like inevitable it's going to be broken up somehow Right. And taking that one step further, it is kind of playing a little scared, especially, I think, if you're Tori or KC, because, okay, Joseph, picture this. Picture this. All right, ready? Uh, you're, you're a woman. You go into elimination. Whoa. You win. I know. Bear with me. And you win. 
and you get to choose whose spot to steal. And you're like, okay, Emerald, obviously, I want to be on the team that's won everything. Whose spot are you going to take? Are you going to take KC or Tori off that team? Or are you going to take Nani's spot and work with Tori and KC, like two of the best competitors? Like, Ooh, I, th- I think I think you do the latter, right? Yeah, I think if you get really close to the end and you're Tori or KC, you kind of want to pit the two the two strongest women in the game against each other and be like, "Ooh, like I hope they don't infiltrate us." But if you do and take Nani's spot, yeah. that wouldn't be the worst thing yeah. in the world, <laughs> you know? It's kind of like Evelyn hopping on Johnny's boat, you know? Ooh, good reference. Yes, and I have seen that season. I don't know why, but I did watch it, and that is really similar. Semi recently too. I did actually. So yeah, I did. It was weird. The islands was just such a yeah. weird season. It made almost no sense. I remember I asked you if it was better than the worst season of Survivor, and you said no. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's been a long time since I watched Thailand, so if I were to rewatch that, that might flip flop in my rankings. But the island yeah. was was uh, unlike any other show I've ever seen. It was not Survivor. It was not the challenge. I don't know what it was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was some mishmash of uh, terribleness. Uh, But yeah, so we also got at the beginning of the episode uh, Nelson confronting Kyle about Kyle's decision to, you know, get into the Sapphire team and put Nelson on Ruby. Uh, Nelson just came off like a big idiot, right? Yeah, a little bit of an overreaction. Uh, Credit to him, though, I will say, for kind of apologizing, even in the moment, like even right after it happens. um, That's easier said than done. I think, think, Eric, I'll give Nelson credit for that, but I do also think it's like a product of like, everything tj's been doing this season right like he's chastised Corey l after like yelling at huey after the elimination (laughs) he's chastising uh you know josh and fessy with their fighting and stuff like that that's a good point i feel like this might be a product of that that's a really good point yeah he he might have just had a vision of tj totally dressing him down in front of everybody and being like oh my god i i can't let that happen these segments are the worst i don't want to inflict that upon the fans <laughs> what do i do what do i do i'm sorry i'm no, sorry mom will, his mom will be yelling at the tv again yeah that's um, right so yeah like kyle is completely justified right to to do whatever he can to advance his game and once again i'm always confusing these confessionals if like because Amanda and CT are kind of reiterating this, right? They're being like, oh, yeah, Kyle's kind of selfish or whatever. And I'm wondering, once again, it's like, this is a producer-prodded thing? Or, like, do they actually think this? At, at some points, it's really hard for me to tell. I think part of it is Kyle's personality, right? He's going to take this move and, like, run with it. Where he acts like he's this little schemer, uh, you know, little asshole type behind the scenes, like, making these moves, making these slimy moves. Because he plays it up for TV. That's his character. Uh, I think if he just made the move itself and, like, said, look, I'm sorry, but I got to give myself the best chance to win a file, and I think that's with this team. So, you know, if he just said it normally like that and didn't, like, rub salt in the wound, it would have been a lot easier to take. I think it's, like, how he did it, if you if you had me guess as to why Nelson got so upset, plus his history. Yeah, I agree. I, I do think it's his uh, cadence, for sure. His cadence, yeah, that's a problem, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. and then... 
you know, uh, if you're in the Ruby team, kind of a slap in the face, right? <laughs> like Nelson is like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Basically, I can't believe you <laughs> yeah. sent me to Ruby team. It's like uh, we're, yeah. we're right here, buddy. Like, <laughs> what the hell? Uh, yeah, I like Corey. I like Corey being like, hey man, I know that's not what you meant or whatever, unprompted. Like Nelson doesn't even say anything. He's like, and Nelson's like, oh yeah, that's, that's not what I meant. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Corey handled that really well. I thought he was very forgiving. And- Corey. Corey has been great this season. Like, like Corey, this is like to me like Corey's like turnaround season. We get that scene of him later, and he seems like genuinely like super empathetic towards Bettina, even though they're not partners anymore. Mm-hmm. Like he, he's he's coming off like a good dude this season. I gotta say, I think when you're right, you're right. You've been high on Corey this whole time, and he's come off looking really good. He's looking really uh, like a good listener, a good like shoulder to lean on for people in the season. And uh, it's, these are some tough skills to have in the house, I have to imagine. Yeah. So good job, Corey, man. I'm struggling with like who's going to win this season based off the edit because I feel like everybody's kind of getting like a balanced edit, honestly. Well, as far as the men are concerned, at least. Uh, I guess the women, too. But yeah. No, for sure. I still think Amber is going to return and win the season. I'm standing by my winner pick, but on the men's side, (laughs) I have no clue. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like everybody's getting, like, some type of, like, sympathetic edit to a certain extent. Like, nobody is really getting the shaft. Uh, You know, I guess maybe Logan. Uh, But even Josh is, like, more likable, like, this season as far as the edit's concerned. So, yeah, it's interesting. It's possible. Yeah, I think... Uh, edit wise, Devin's a runaway favorite, but like that kind of always happens. Um, you know, it, it, if I had to guess, you're, you're not gonna like this. I would guess. Well, it, it could be a team challenge. Actually, I mean that's why. Like we're we're expecting a team challenge, so it kind of makes sense that there's no like runaway edit favorite, right? That is true. If like if there are multiple winners at the end, I guess yeah. yeah then it makes sense for multiple people to have. And a lot of these teams aren't set in stone, right? So some of these people who are getting good edits that I'm talking about might be winners together at some point. Right. Like, what? God, Joseph, I feel so silly, man. We're, like, so used to these individual winner seasons. Sometimes yeah, literally, literally only one winner. I kind of forget. And honestly, they might change it up again. They're still liable to do yeah, that, in my opinion. For sure. I was thinking about that, actually. I wanted to ask you that at some point in this episode. Like, what are the odds that TJ's like, all right, Drop your buffs, your individuals. Have fun this. Have fun in this final. <laughs> yeah, drop your buffs. Yeah, uh, we're gonna give you this hourglass. So we see that CT is concerned about having like Amanda on his team, uh, or or and he kind of wants Emmy to switch in for her, and and he's trying to convince her like this is a good idea. Uh, what did you think about this from CT? Is it like super necessary? I don't think like Amanda's like an anchor necessarily. I guess we've never seen her in a final before, but she does pretty well in like all the dailies usually. I'm inclined to trust CT's judgment. Uh, as a guy who's won a bunch of these, been to a bunch of finals, and lives with Amanda, has done a bunch of seasons with her. If he thinks she might be trouble in a final, uh, I would give him the benefit of the doubt, you know. And I think he's in a position where. Is he's like okay? I've I've done a lot of these. It's win at all costs, basically. Like with with some exceptions. Um, he's not like the biggest manipulator in the world, but I think he really, really, really wants to bring the strongest team possible to the end. Uh, and he's trying to find some way to to do that without totally screwing over the people. And and this is his method, right? Getting Emmy to to upgrade his team a little bit. Yeah. 
Um, I did think it was like a savvy, a savvy move. If like he truly believes that's like the correct thing to do, I did think it was like some impressive manipulation on his part. Yeah, well, we it get was. A scene, uh, we get a scene of Josh saying that Amanda is like his little sister. Yes. You caught me. Didn't Josh like want drinking a sip of water? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're good. I I remember Josh like wanting to hook up with like Amanda on like War of the World. So this is kind of a uh, awkward comment, but whatever. Oh, I kind of forgot about that. I must have like wiped that from my memory banks. Um, well, you know, sometimes what happens is some you you want to hook up with someone and they don't feel that way and you know get in a relationship and all that stuff then. Maybe you like change your your expectations, your hopes, your goals, and uh, like Josh has reached the stage of acceptance. Like, okay, like uh, we're really tight um, as as friends, and that's where he's at now. There we go. Wow, what a mature answer, Eric. All right, so um, going. <laughs> I try sometimes. On. I try. Yeah, yeah, let's let's move on. Bet let's Bettina. Oh, okay. We're oh Bettina, god. Okay. All right. Yeah, sorry. All right. Bettina Thought we were going to talk about the challenge. Talking crap about her and saying that she doesn't, and Emmy doesn't think that she deserves to be there, and she's a stupid rookie. Yeah, yeah, I've I really liked a lot of the things Emmy's done this season. I think she's she is the rookie of the season, uh, if you ask me, no doubt about it. But she did feel a little a little uncalled for. I mean, Bettina's won an elimination. That's more than a lot of people do who get this far in a season, for one thing. Uh, and it's yeah. like, where's this all coming from? And then later in the episode, she seems to like position herself as someone who really cares about Bettina. Like she, she's yeah, a big friend. Yeah, trying to make peace as she puts it. Yeah, it's like, what what did Bettina do to deserve this kind of sh chicanery from Emmy? That's what I don't understand. We're not seeing it in any case, uh, I don't think, as a viewer. Yeah, uh, but we can move on to the challenge. Okay, let's go. Brush contact is the name of the challenge. Um, don't totally get that. Am I missing something? I think I'm missing something. Is it is like rush contacts a thing? Are they are they brushing by people? It, there is contact. I get that part. There must be something yeah. I'm missing, right? Because I could think of a million other things that would make more sense on paper. I'm thinking of like the bags of money. I'm trying, man. <laughs> I'm really trying. There's got to be something really obvious that we're missing. If anyone knows, please, please comment. Please tell us. Uh, I actually <laughs> I need to know this now. This is driving me nuts. Anyway, uh, yeah. Joseph, what are the two? And also, if you can like make us feel really stupid when you do it too, that would be great. Oh my god, this is going to be that um, that like uh, the the construction vehicle thing all over again, which I still don't know what it was called. <laughs> Throwback to a <laughs> previous episode. That, that's on. that should have made the montage <laughs> in the beginning of this episode. <laughs> yes. That was an all-time reality <laughs> friends moment. Oh, sure. God. Uh, embarrassing. Yeah, two guys who have clearly never worked physical labor job in our lives. Actually, I'll, quick quick side note on that. I did do one summer of landscaping. And at the end of the summer, my buddy and I, uh, we spent most of the summer getting coffee and sleeping on the beach. We asked our manager if he would give us like a recommendation going out of that. And he said, yes, for any job that doesn't involve physical labor. So that's <laughs> that's how good we were. Wow, that's amazing. And not much yeah, has I've changed. Done some 
I've done my dad does construction, so I've, I've done some of that. But I'm sure he would also advise me not to, you know, have a future in it. So, um, but getting into the challenge, which uh, according to us, we would be terrible at. Um, oh my god, um, this would be this would be my yeah. worst challenge possible. Like. Did you understand the rules too, like how the money bags and stuff like that? Did I watched it twice, and I, I really don't feel like I understood. It. You know, going into this challenge, I thought there were going to be some dummy money bags because as we all know the two traits crucial to every spy are evasion and deception right um mm-hmm. i'm not really sure where the deception came into play like what like you can give someone a 1k bag right but there weren't any well, like, the guns right the smoke. the smoke yeah they were like here we yeah. also we picked some stuff up from spencer's uh have fun with these smoke bombs that we got in the dollar rack what it, yeah it's it's on theme right but it felt it felt a little silly, right? Like, I, I didn't really totally get this one either. Yeah, and and I liked that uh, when Logan tried to do it, and everyone just made fun of him. <laughs> the teams they came up with some attempts at using the smoke bombs, but then it was like there there wasn't really a lot behind it. It was like we're gonna throw some smoke bombs and like rush out. It didn't seem to do a whole lot though. It was like okay, we we see you. We still see you. No, yeah, it just made it harder for me as a viewer to know what was going on, which was frustrating. And it apparently made Nani run out of bounds at one point, too. So, uh, self-sabotage there. Yeah. The rules here were weird, too, with, like, the like where you were out of bounds and stuff like that. Like, I'm sorry. Like, they should have given that to Corey. That was such, like, an impressive throw and catch. Like, come on. I know. It was such a cool moment. And, of course, Devin the Rule Shark's like, doesn't count, doesn't count, doesn't count. <laughs> As soon as it happens, uh, why? That would be me. That might have been on a, the challenge. <laughs> yeah, you're like my only chance is to like shark Excuse these me. players. <laughs> in uh, in Article Two Seventy Five, your 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 move would be to like try to pick a fight and get someone to punch you and eject themselves from the game every challenge. Anything, anything. Uh, mine too. Yeah, I don't think tennis yeah. would prepare me very well for this type of challenge. Um, I mean, at least like you're, you're trying to get by someone. It's like better than hall brawl, I guess. But yeah, this this I don't think this would go well for us. Give us the one k bags, please. No deception. Yes. <laughs> don't even worry about it. Uh, we'll, we'll just like throw the bags at someone's face or something. I don't know. Oh man. Okay, so. Um, as we were kind of talking about before, before, the Emerald team just had a huge advantage in this challenge. Uh, so, you know, they got to use all their men. Uh, where the other, I guess the uh, Ruby team got to do that as well, but they didn't get to use all their women. Uh, so there was just a mismatch all around. Yeah, well, the teams are both... Uh, it's 6, 5, and 5 at this point, right? And mm-hmm. Emerald just simply doesn't have to sit anyone out. It's like, okay, I, I kind of get, and, and I feel like the challenge has done this historically. It's almost like it's a reward for being the better team. You you have more numbers, which is usually an asset. But I, that seems counterproductive for having interesting episodes with interesting challenges. Because, like, how on earth are two people going to be three almost any time? It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So it's not gonna happen. <laughs> there, we, there we go. Um, and yeah, so they they pretty much uh, steamrolled through uh, the teams. Uh, there was there any other interesting moments you thought? 
I just thought it was a little bit silly that um, TJ said the traits crucial for this challenge for every spy were evasion and deception. Uh, I think numerical advantage and leg speed would be the two traits that I would assign as the most valuable for this challenge. Yeah. Um, CT had a funny line too, uh, talking about Kyle infiltrating his team. He was like, uh, it's like we traded two sports cars for a pickup truck. And Kyle's like, yeah, that's that's pretty much right. <laughs> I thought that was, I mean, it was a joke, but I, that is not accurate. Um, but yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, Kyle's not bad. So, Kyle's not, he's self-deprecating. Yeah, Kyle's pretty, he's, Kyle's pretty good. Yeah. It was like trading two people for one person, though. That's not good. No, that is not good. Um, so yeah, Emerald wins the challenge. Uh, no suspense here. They're a little full of themselves, and everyone's kind of getting annoyed with it. Uh, me too, as a viewer. Uh, like, I as much as and it sucks too because like I love Devin, but he's like on a group with all these people who like I don't like really actively like for the most part. Yeah. Okay. Under understandable. Um, I guess. Can I also add something else that I noticed? Yeah. Uh, if the editing presented the, um, you know, the matchups in the order that they actually went in, which I think it actually did, because otherwise, like, why would you show Emerald almost getting all their bags first, right? That kind of takes away a lot of the suspense. Um, Emerald got another advantage because they get to rest in between their turns, whereas the Ruby team, the the Sapphire team, went back to back, which is. Oh wow! Like just that's just silly, man. That's just silly. Um, so another advantage, presumably. And yeah. unless you have something to add to that, we had Ashley getting really upset at Patina this challenge too. I don't know if you want to mention that. Oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, um, yeah. That I kind of get it. Like I get like being annoyed in the moment and stuff like that. Uh, but I get I guess a little mean. But I don't know. It's a competition. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, she's she's just upset at her for like not being good at the challenge, right? It's almost like uh, like one of those things, like, all right, well, like, uh, what do you want from me? You know, I, I scored this round. Uh, I'm I'm not as yeah. fast. Okay, you're right. You win. She she might have been mad that like yeah. Bettina didn't come back and help her. Like, it's hard to tell with the editing. You know, I don't know. I don't know what happened out there. Yeah, but and Bettina only made it through because everyone was like attacking her and Ashley. As she point or Amanda. Yeah, yeah, out. right. So like, it's not like, uh, like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Bettina, you did score. Do you know why? It's because no one went after you because there was only two of them. <laughs> so, oh, Bettina, not in so. a good spot in this game. Clearly, coming out of this challenge, and not in a good spot to get cast for future seasons. Um, also, no, yes, I, I don't think yeah. that's gonna happen. Um, one other thing, actually, before you go on from the challenge, uh, can you help me out with this? Ruby offense versus Emerald defense. You remember when Corey scored the touchdown? Before that, Corey and Nelson scored, I thought, right? Am I crazy? I don't remember, to be honest. Okay, well, I'm just going to say this then. I thought Corey scored and Nelson ran in behind him. And at the end, they said Ruby scored $0. And I was confused at that. Unless. Oh, yeah. I think that might have been at the beginning where they had to, before they switched it out and hand it, had to hand it to the females. But I, I maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. You just add up all your scores, right? And I thought they each got into the end zone with a bag. So... It was needlessly complicated, too. Like, as far as like all this stuff. Like, should have just been like, whoever gets the most things to this end. Like, I get that they're making it spy themed and stuff like that, but I don't know. <laughs> 
Yeah, sometimes the theme takes away from the challenge. I, I've said this before, too. I miss some of the old, like, simpler, more physical challenges. Sometimes it's, like, all theme and no substance. And this one was kind of like that. I mean, yeah. it was okay. It was just okay. Um, so, if I again, if anyone knows why Ruby scored $0, please let me know. And another thing that is going to keep me up at night. Please, help Eric. Please. Um, so... I don't think there was really too much. Uh, I guess like there was like a back and forth with everybody as far as, okay. And I actually did think this was interesting. Like, do we send in Bettina? Bettina made a good move, right? Cause she's like, I want to have my choice. I want to have my pick of the litter. So please vote me in if I'm going to get voted in anyway. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Uh, I think it's pretty much the only thing she could do. She she realizes where she stands with everybody, so might as well get your choice of opponents. Or try to. For sure. And so now everyone's worried about who they should send in, and they're like, oh, well, if we send in... Um, if we send in one of them and they pick Amanda, Amanda says she's going to switch, and Amanda's yes. wearing uh, green to, <laughs> you know... Freak people out, which is great. Um, yeah, what did you think about Amanda's strategy here? Oh, I loved it. I think it's, I mean, it's it's kind of apparent, I think, what she needs to do. But clearly the Emerald team is worried about people stealing their spots. So, Which, once again, is like, like I don't know. Yeah, we talked about, we talked about that. It, uh, you know, I think it, it depends on who you are on the team. I think Nani should be worried about getting your spot stolen. Uh, personally, mm -hmm. but in any For case, sure. um, it, it makes it makes sense that Amanda would just kind of say that out loud. You know, it's it's not rocket science, but it's a great move. And why would they why would they send her down? And it's very believable too. Why wouldn't she want to join the Emerald team? You know? Yeah, no, for sure. Not that she's on a bad team or anything. Uh, and she she I don't know if she ultimately would have done that. Maybe it was like an empty threat. But apparently the threat of it was so strong that everyone was like, all right, well, don't want that to happen. Yep. They instead found this other avenue, which, again, I think is pretty good. Even if it was a little heavy-handed, I thought, like, like telling Emmy that they were doing her this great favor. It's like, okay, I mean, you know, we, we know why you're really doing this, right? You're doing this so Emmy doesn't pick your team to infiltrate. However... It made sense. They like, all right, we see Emmy's motivation. She wants to get on CT's team. We're going to frame this as a win-win. And kind uh, of, it kind of worked out exactly as planned, just like they drew it up, Joseph. Yes. It, um, if it was like maybe they were like trying to do it on someone like slightly more competent, they might have been able to like see through what they're doing. But they really can just have emmy wrapped around their finger at this point yeah and even if emmy did see through it completely i think she still goes for it because i think yeah exactly like, yeah, yeah i mean yeah like it's not a bad move either way really because it's like she's ultimately competing for the same thing that bettina is which is the choice yeah exactly um this she wants to get off so, her team I'm, I, I'm just hating on emmy needlessly I'm sorry <laughs> yeah, she was right. not for this at least not for this uh this this i think is yeah. a good move it's like what better chance are you gonna get to dictate your fate than going up against uh, like a player like Bettina who, you know, is just not favored in physical eliminations. So not risk-free. She did well in the other elimination ultimately, but uh, I think it's worth the risk for Emmy to get on a different team. Yep. 
so they go to the club and Nelson apologize or Kyle apologizes to Nelson. <laughs> and I loved Kyle in the confessional here. He was so good with just being like, I'm just telling him whatever he wants to hear. And knowing that like Nelson's going to watch it too, like at some point and like this might cost him in future seasons. I thought about this too. Yeah. <laughs> it, it certainly will. Right. And it seems like Nelson yeah. was, uh, was, was accepting of the apology in the moment too probably not as much after the season no yeah maybe he'll remember it in the future but who knows yeah look i mean if i I were on the challenge i i would like working with kyle actually because i think you can always trust him to consistently act in his own best interest 100 percent of the time so he's he's very predictable and reliable i guess in that way but i certainly wouldn't trust him to like that on the challenge though no well uh, like the other players don't like it no, it's it's funny. He's like almost pretty transparent about it. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna lie and I'm gonna do whatever I can to advance my game. Uh, it's, it's like I'm honest. I'm I'm honest in telling people that I'm the biggest liar here. I don't know what they want from me. <laughs> the the Doctor Will Kirby. Um, yes, move. exactly. Uh, but yeah. good move by so, Kyle, getting a little bit of you know social capital back. Even if you never know, it might help. It might make a difference in his game. So why not? For sure. And uh, then we we get Emmy and Bettina trying to work it out. And this is kind of created by Amanda trying to put tension between these two. Um, obviously, this was like a good move for Amanda, right? Yeah, Amanda kind of had a sneaky good episode here, didn't she? Yeah. No, for sure. I don't even know how sneaky it was. Okay. I feel like, I feel like this, the, the scene with Devin, too, as much as I love Devin... Like, I feel like she kind of called his bluff there where he like in confessional Devin saying the right thing where he's just like, oh, well, you're not going to manipulate me. You're not going to do that. And like she did <laughs> like, like yeah. she got what she wanted. Well, look, I just say sneaky because, uh, you know, like evasion and deception are, are the two things crucial to every spy. And I think Amanda Ooh. had those two traits in full this episode. Not really yeah. where TJ like intended, but uh she she really was the spy of the episode like this is the real spy stuff going on right now relaying information strategically starting fights and then like disappearing like boof she's gone uh evading uh any any uh backlash from these moves go amanda love it we love it we, amanda's been uh pretty good this season and I've, se- I've seen a lot of people do a turnaround on her uh but yeah, yeah. Bettina and uh emmy start getting into it and this this is just like emmy at her most annoying (laughs) yeah yeah i don't want to i don't want to clown her too much or anything but like it doesn't make sense to me because you love her i have loved her this season i have really enjoyed what she brought to the show her uh you know utterly insane desire to win is something that i admire you know i i really i appreciate players like that but it just makes no sense joseph she's telling bettina she loves her in person and all this stuff and then like keeps talking trash about bettina and the confessionals over and over again it's like and and apparently to the like other girls in the house yeah yeah i mean you could say maybe it's a game move like it's part of the game and i get it but like i guess we're just not seeing what Bettina did to deserve this in the confessionals and that's the part where I'm like it just feels a little like unnecessarily mean to me is that just me no I think I think it it came off kind of like bullying and it was weird too because it was like 
you're a rookie too. Like, you all should be looking out for each other. Like, like we've been saying this whole season. Well, yeah, as I think Devin said again, these rookies just keep getting in their own way. And once again, we have an episode where two rookies are competing to get voted into elimination. It's, it's unbelievable. I also want to make another point about this um, that I think is getting lost in this. I want to give some credit to this cast. Because I feel like in seasons past, when the rookies want to go against the vets, right? It's usually because, like, the vets are kind of dickheads, right? <laughs> like, like the vets are, like, very mean to them. And, like, they do all the hazing and stuff like that, right? <laughs> like, like, and we're talking, like, old yeah, challenge, right? Yeah. And, and this season, it's, like, all the vets are, like, friends with these rookies. And all these rookies, like, really like them. And, like, Uncle CT and, like, Devin's my friend. And, like, Tori's my girl. Like, every, like, I feel like it's them building Emmy up being like you're such a good rookie or like Ed you're great like and everybody's just like drinking the Kool-Aid yeah oh they're buttering Emmy up so well so well they yeah. like they have her right in their pocket like so many of the players seemingly especially CT obviously but also Emerald team essentially uh, has Emmy doing exactly what they want her to do and feeling good about going into eliminations it is really impressive uh, has it made for the best television? Not really. Not really. But not it's because all, they're actually. too good, actually. They, they are doing a really good job of kind of ushering these rookies out of the lair with a smile, feeling really good about themselves. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so it's it's impressive. And we see it once, uh, once Emmy is uh, voted in. Um, did you think that there was any chance Emmy was going to pick anyone else? You know, I thought it was there's a chance for Big T, but the reasoning would be uh, if if Emmy picked Big T, then she could eliminate her theoretically, and then take Bettina's spot, and that way the Emerald team has one more member, right? I think. So I'm not crazy, right? Because what she did instead was she beat Bettina, and then she took Amanda's spot. I'm so confused right now, dude. <laughs> I'm really trying to follow you, but I can't. Okay, so if you think that, you know, having an extra person on your team who's like, you know, maybe average in strength, is if you think that's a good thing, which these challenges have, you know, uh, benefited the teams with more players, then let me let me walk through this again, right? So what Emmy did was she eliminated Bettina, right? And then she infiltrated mm -hmm. The Emerald team, uh, sorry, the Sapphire team, by stealing Amanda's space. So now there's only four people on the team total. Two guys and two girls. Whereas if she beat Big T on an elimination and then infiltrated Sapphire and took Bettina's spot, there could have been five people on the team. So I thought that there was a chance oh, she would do that. Okay. I, I was confused how they were going to do that, too, if they were going to be like... Because that's... It does seem weird to like just like have teams that have less people simply because of like the switching process, you know. Yeah, it is uh well, it just depends on who loses the eliminations, right? Cuz like if you if you infiltrate a team, it's a net neutral move. You plus 1 minus 1. So that doesn't change the numbers, right? It's more about who gets voted in and who get, who loses the eliminations. That's true. <laughs> um <laughs> 
This whole thing has just befuddled me for some It's reason. okay, like, Joseph. It's, it's, yeah. You walk me through challenge history, and I'll walk you through anything involving math or numbers or strategy, and that way we make a really good team. Uh, anything that's well like balanced. practical in real life, <laughs> you can help. Me oh with, no, 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 no! Don't get twisted. Uh, anything involving reality television and basic math. That's, yeah, certainly not construction. Yeah, anything as that old boss very meanly put to you. No, it was it was <laughs> hilarious. It was actually really funny. We he was he was great. He put up with a lot of shit from us. Like he 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 deserved a yeah, apparently you're sabbatical. Not being good at your job. Um. Yeah. No, we were not. We were not great. Uh, so yeah. what do you think about that though? Going back to the move, like, what do you think is better to be, uh, maybe, you know, stronger, but like smaller team of four or to have Amanda on your team? Cause it seems like Emmy said basically, you know what? I'd rather have no one than have Amanda on my team. Um, yeah, I think that, um, if you're going to try to be Emerald, right? I think that going the opposite way is like the only way to do it probably more numbers or what? Like just like trying like a counterintuitive strategy to what they're doing. Uh, that way, anytime that having less members benefits you, you'll reap all the benefits of that. Oh, you're saying like might as well become such a small team. The intentional Matt Singh of the challenge, if you will, uh, right. just, just say like, Hey, what if the finals like a, uh, I don't know, uh, how a race? Uh, uh, yeah, like it is, <laughs> where you only have to like you know you only have to get four people across. You don't have to get you know, yeah, well, however many. But yeah. what if it's a race where you have to carry a sled on your shoulders and it's it weighs the same? You know, is is that something that's been done? <laughs> oh, are you referring to World of Worlds? Yeah, too? yeah, I was. Okay, okay. I was like, what? <laughs> a sled? <laughs> I guess it is a sled. I always think I'm thinking like a Santa Claus. Okay, no, no. Uh, you know, you, whatever it is, right? But like, it, you can call it a sled, right? Whatever it is that they put on the shoulders. Yeah. You know, I feel like they've done a lot of <laughs> finales. Is this is this with the cat thing with the construction thing too, where we don't know the name of it? Like, <laughs> <a> gurney? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry. You know, the rectangle, <laughs> the rectangle that they put on the shoulders. Okay. <laughs> that thing that thing you know yeah. finals have to benefit the teams with more players right like that just seems fair like if you you do better you survive with more players that shouldn't be a we, disadvantage but then again it's we a challenge. almost saw kellyanne and sarah rice uh beat uh kenny and all the freaking vets on the ruin so you never know that's true what am i talking about why would i ever expect <laughs> the challenge final to be a well-balanced and fair affair yes. I don't, are you I don't a know. fool eric i don't know i don't know what show i've been watching all these years uh yeah. okay well um do you want to talk about the elimination itself uh we kind of just skipped right over that part uh i mean yeah bettina looks like eric trying to do construction doing this elimination <laughs> just it's just completely useless well at least she was trying uh, really. so she she <laughs> unlike you yeah she she was moving around a little bit at least give her some credit don't right. go that far <laughs> yeah yeah don't don't put her down that much uh yeah this was actually one of the more boring eliminations i can remember just because of, like how one-sided it was and i stopped expecting it to turn around about like two minutes in i was like oh, okay yeah this is just a wash that's about one minute and 58 seconds farther than i got <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you have such belief in your girl. That's why. Uh, look, I no no hates you know no hates but Bettina had simply no chance in this whatsoever Emmy's stronger oh, she's Eric. bigger than her and she wanted this about five trillion times more like it's incalculable <laughs> how much more Emmy wanted to win than Bettina right it's it's just absurd so like there's no chance and then couple that with the fact that like what was Bettina doing out there she was just like moseying that rocket back i and don't forth. know yeah has she ever I been on a swing mentally <laughs> i think so like once she Maybe. saw what it was and and once she saw how good emmy was doing at it too like just like trying it for the first time like seemingly like like she got everyone was saying she got the hang of it pretty quickly so maybe that was like very deflating for her. I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, look, I, I'm not trying to pile on too much, even though I guess that's what I'm doing. But like, it was it was so lopsided, Joseph. I think one of the players said it best. I think it was CT, right, or maybe who was like, uh, if she's trying to win, uh, I don't want her on my team. And if she's not trying to win this, I don't want her on my team. It's like no, no matter what the reason is that performance was so bad it's like uh no no shot do not want to run a final with you and in that way i almost think we got to give ct the mvp uh of the episode not that that's something that we do but if we did it'd be either ct or yeah. amanda right yeah i think it would be ct or amanda i think i gotta mm, i might want to give it to amanda just because i feel like she did like 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 she was most in danger you know what i mean and she kind of like saved herself but I guess CT in his own mind created, he like he positioned himself better, right? Yeah. Like he's in the better position now after this episode. So I guess it just depends how you look at it. Amanda was in danger of going into elimination. CT was in danger of running a final with Bettina. So I would say CT was in much more danger than Amanda this episode. <laughs> man, look at you, man. You just you get so piling on poor Bettina, <laughs> just like everybody else. Uh, we're never going to see Bettina again. She seemed like a nice enough person. I did like that they edited in her laugh as she was leaving. Did you see? Did you notice that? <laughs> I didn't actually. Twice I missed it. I might have tuned off at that point. But that's somebody posted it on Reddit. That's the only reason. I oh, nice. So, uh, Good eye. Yeah. Good catch. Yeah. Uh, that that is her lasting legacy. I think on the challenge, no doubt. <laughs> For sure. Um, and now Emmy gets the decision. She goes with her uncle CT. Yeah. And was there takes any doubt? Amanda. Hell no. Yeah. And I was actually kind of surprised that we didn't talk about this, but like CT was trying to give her like a bone and be like, hey, you should not pick Bettina because she'll be an automatic out whenever, you know, they're picking people for elimination. Ooh, glad you mentioned this. I. That's a really good point. Uh, I meant to bring this up, but I forgot. Um, that is a thing, but like that—that—that that, that means Bettina's still on his team, right? So, like, why did CT say that? I thought the whole point was to replace one of the players on his team with someone else. You know what I mean? Like, did he want Emmy to pick Amanda? Like, like fight Big T and then replace Amanda? I guess that's the only other option. Yeah, you're right now that I'm thinking about it. CT, what are you doing? Yeah, CT, what? what the, the, that was the whole point, I thought. Uh, I gotta get. I want to get an explanation for that. I will ask CT at the next challenge watch party I go to and get back to everyone, okay? 
he might be too big time for you now. I don't know if you've seen, but he's going to be in a movie. <laughs> I think he was already actually way too big time for me. But yes, I did see that. Uh, if there's ever any doubt, yeah. CT the action movie star. I'm pretty pumped. I'm definitely going to watch it. Oh, for sure. I actually think if you guys he could do well. I think he could do really well in this type of role. I think he has char- charisma and he has like a very like interesting like intonation of his voice. I think people will... We'll dig it. I don't think he's going to be, you know, winning any Oscars anytime soon. But if you guys aren't familiar or don't know about this, uh, CT is going to star in a remake of The Most Dangerous Game, which is a very famous novel. And it, yeah, a uh, short story. It's also really. been adapted to film. And yeah. Okay, whatever. It's a short story uh, that I read in English right. class once upon a time. Boom. Oh, look at you. Guess who remembers things from school sometimes? Yeah. And pretty lame it was it was an interesting one uh you know i won't spoil it i guess go look it up if you're into it but it's definitely a classic uh, i know that because i was made to read it and i am really interested in seeing how this plays out it's an interesting concept kind of hunger gamesy uh, i guess is what i'll say maybe a more topical reference challenge would be a little challenge-esque i could see a little <laughs> yeah. bit of squid game in it for sure so uh, right. if you like those shows, you should definitely keep an eye on this one with your boy, CT. I think I'm the only human being on planet Earth left who hasn't seen Squid Game. What's wrong with you, dude? Like, that's, that should be right up your alley. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> uh, I, you know, I want to say I'm busy, but that's not true. No, definitely not. Um, <laughs> definitely. Wh- what's, what's holding you back? I, now I'm curious. You know, and everybody who's listening to this podcast is going to hate me. And just know I hate myself. But this is really the truth. Whenever <laughs> something is just like overwhelmingly popular, like I'm just like, oh, I probably suck. You're such like, a loser. Like, such a loser. Oh, my God. I know. It's such like an obnoxious thing to say, but it's so true. It's like with Lost, like I heard for years, everyone was like, this is the best show, best show. And I was like, I'm never watching that. And then I finally watched it. And I was like, they're right. yeah sometimes if something is overwhelmingly popular there's a reason for it you know it's crazy (laughs) some people are just so starkly wrong about things nowadays that i you know i just i don't trust anybody well okay all right well that's a reason is that how you got into survivor actually did you overhear someone at the cafeteria say like uh survivor that show's still on and you were like "Ooh." That sounds like a show for me. <laughs> Probably. Like, is the inverse uh, I true? It, <laughs> I, I think it was just on TV, but I don't know if the inverse is true. But this will be an, an interesting to observe within myself. But less about me. Wait, wait, um, wait. Can I get you to watch any show I want by just saying, oh, you know what show I really hate? Blank. And you're like, I'm off. Say no more. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm quite that contrarian, but... Uh, you know, maybe maybe you can try it out sometime. Uh, like and uh, like when I'm not paying attention, and maybe it'll happen. Okay, we'll see. I'll uh, I'll try that yeah. little psychological trick on you when you least expect it. Um, yes. Tell me, tell me, uh, what, anything else in this episode? Or are you ready to close it off? Um, yeah, I think I'm good. I, I really didn't have anything. I didn't even see the preview for next time because my YouTube TV cut off, so I don't even have anything to say about that. Preview from next time. You know what that reminds me of? Uh, the show The Genius. Hate that show. Really bad show. Uh, it's you know South <laughs> oh Korean reality TV show. Super lame. No, Eric no has one I know also likes been it. trying to get me 
to watch the famous reality show, or famous among nerds, uh, the reality show, <laughs> The Genius. Famous is not, um, not the saying, right word. Not, not saying that there's anything wrong with you know watching The Genius or whatever. I just haven't have found the time. I haven't done it. Eric keeps telling me I need to do it. And at this point, it's one of those things where the more he's told me to do it, like the less I want to do it. Not because of the contrarian thing, but just because it's Eric. Um, so, oh, yeah, yeah I think I you misheard me. I actually just said how much I didn't like it, Joseph. Yeah, nice try, buddy. Um, ah. So that was the Reality Friends podcast for this week. Thank you guys for joining us at the 30th episode. Sorry it is so late. Uh, but Halloween weekend, it was Eric's birthday. Eric was becoming best friends with Brett LaBelle. A lot of things it's, going it's on for a, once. It's been a crazy weekend, guys. So apologize once again. And we'll try to get it out earlier, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, thank you for yeah. mentioning all that stuff. Uh, and yes, not our best week. Not our best week. Uh, but if you got this far, thanks a lot. And thanks for forgiving me. And like like uh, like Nelson did, Kyle, I appreciate it. And we'll catch you yeah. hopefully in just a few days for the next one. And we, and we love you. How about that? We do. We do. Right? Joseph, we'll, we'll have to throw a watch party sometime soon. Uh, oh. Maybe one of our dozens of listeners lives within 100 miles and will show up. <laughs> maybe <laughs> almost there All right, we'll give it a few years we'll almost see there. But, right. but until then uh we'll talk to you guys later take it easy bye